Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country, heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. Major Turnbull sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber. The complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel to Towers in supporting America's heroes, our nation's catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Buck Brief. We have Nancy Pelosi going back on the rules that she herself changed because, you know, it's advantageous to her and she has no ethics, no moral compass. Uh, She's pretty much the most sociopathic Democrat on Capitol Hill, which is saying something. Also, what does she think of Kamala Harris, the vice president? Is Kamala ready to lead? It's a question. It's a worthwhile question. Nancy Pelosi won't answer that question. We shall discuss. And then where are we with the Biden economy? Bidenomics, they're calling it. How are things actually looking out there? What's going on with inflation? We'll touch on all these things. So let's start with this. Here is um, Nancy Pelosi. I think this is important. Here's Nancy Pelosi saying that she did not set a precedent on impeachment by not holding a floor vote of the House to open the, the inquiry. Here's, here's what she says. And Speaker Pelosi, uh, Speaker McCarthy, made the argument the other day that, well, Nancy Pelosi set this precedent 
She waited a long time to have a vote on the first impeachment of Donald Trump. You did hold a vote, we should add. But he said you made the rules and he's just following them now by not holding this initial vote for an impeachment inquiry. What do you say to that? I say that that's hogwash. I mean, it's ridiculous. And I don't know why the press keeps repeating it. The fact is, we said we were going to, I assigned my uh, speak, uh, committee chairs, six of them, uh, to develop the, the facts. Because you have to act upon the facts. That's a strange thing to say, maybe around here, but you have to act upon the facts. We had a couple of weeks of doing that, a few weeks of doing that, and three or four weeks, we then prepared to bring the, the bill to the floor. Now, the problem with this is it is a lie. Uh, now, that's not a problem for Nancy. She doesn't care. She lies all the time. She's just sort of constantly, whatever she has to say, she'll wag her little old bony finger in your face, and and then she'll take a private jet to her $40 million mansion. Um, or it's a $15 million mansion, whatever it is in San Francisco. Um, she's a person who is uh, addicted to the um, the power and purpose of office. She's running again, as you know. Uh, we see a lot of this, and it's, it's actually quite sad. People who do have families, she has children, she has grandchildren, which is a beautiful thing, a blessing. Their last years of life, they would rather spend in front of CNN cameras on Capitol Hill, accomplishing nothing other than vanity and posturing. This is true of many people in our leadership class, Republican and Democrat, of that age. And it really says something that's quite, quite sad. Um, I think it's the fear of not being relevant anymore, but also what was it all about? I mean, for someone like Nancy Pelosi, what was it all about? It was always about Nancy Pelosi. It wasn't about the country wasn't about serving some bigger, broader purpose. In fact, her whole life, professionally, publicly, is a lie. The notion that she really cared about the future of the country, no, she cared about acquiring, wielding, and maintaining power as Nancy Pelosi. That's it. She had an addiction. She's really an addict. And when you understand that these politicians are addicts for power, then so much more about them makes sense. So much more holds up, and you can understand why things happen the way they do. But but let's go back to the lie here for a second, because impeachment inquiry being opened, and they're saying, oh, but you're not holding a vote. Here is Nancy Pelosi on the 15th of October, 2019, saying there is no requirement to open uh, for a full House vote to open an impeachment inquiry. As the distinguished chairman said, uh, there's no requirement that we have a vote. And so we, at this time, we will not be having a vote. And I'm very pleased with the thoughtfulness of our caucus in terms of being supportive of the path uh, that we are on in terms of fairness, in terms of seeking the truth, in terms of upholding the Constitution of the United States. All right. So did Pelosi forget that this isn't a requirement and that she went forward? Does it matter? She doesn't care. She doesn't care. She will say whatever she has to say in the moment. Now, this is also something I will say we see with both parties now. Politicians who will lie in the most brazen fashion. It used to be because the Internet allowed us to fact check them much more readily that there was, I think, greater hesitation to do these kinds of brazen lies. I think that used to be the case. It is no longer the case. Uh, We have entered an era of weaponized untruth, I guess you could say where whoever lies the most, the, the most um, shamelessly gets the furthest. This is what is going on. 
Not a lot of truth telling going on on Capitol Hill these days. Not a lot of people who are saying things. You go, oh, wow, yeah, that's true. And that's bad for that person's career right now to say that. I'm not saying everything everyone's saying Capitol Hill is a lie. Of course, Republican and Democrat. But if you look at our political culture right now, consequences for the most uh, outrageous mendaciousness or mendacity. One of those words is right. Uh, Their consequences are non-existent. No one cares. Just do it. Go for it. Does it work? Does it troll the other side? Everyone can say, oh, that's that's politics. You know, it's uh, it's not flag football. It's uh, tackle. It's full contact. All right. Well, this is where it leaves us. Nancy Pelosi gets to lie and lie, and no one even really cares. But even more interesting to me was when Pelosi was asked about whether Kamala Harris is ready to lead. Because this is the big problem for Democrats. Everyone knows Joe Biden's too old. Everybody, even Democrats. But they don't have a good second option. They can't have an open primary, and they don't want it to be Kamala. So that means, what are they left with? Joe Biden. Yours truly has been so consistent. I've been taking all the arrows on this for how many months now? How many months have I been going on this show, on the big radio show, and saying, guys, it's going to be Biden, it's going to be Biden, it's going to be Biden. That's not because I can tell the future. I can just tell what the options are. I can just look at the pathways and say, well, they're not going to do that one, and they're not going to do that one. This is their only option. And you see this where Nancy is asked about it, and here is her response. Is, is Vice President Kamala Harris the best running mate for this president? He thinks so, and that's what matters. Okay. Nancy is asked about Kamala as in a leadership role, and it does not come out the way that I'm sure the big uh, supporters of Kamala Harris would want it to, which is avoiding the question. Avoiding the question. I'm going to get back into why that's significant here in a second. You know, we are information accumulators, and I just want to tell you, this is some information you should take on board. This is from the Wall Street Journal earlier this year. Central Central bank digital currencies are coming, whether countries are ready or not. It's from the Wall Street Journal. Central bank digital currencies are coming, whether countries are ready or not. So I think it's worth you checking out what former Wall Street insider and digital currency expert Tika Tawari has to say about this. He thinks our federal government could soon announce a change in the dollar. The inside thinking is that our currency may soon become digital currency instead of the paper currency we've had our whole lives. Tika Tawari is warning that the official announcement could come in the next few months. He's put together a video explaining all of this, as well as providing the three steps you need to take to prepare. Go to DollarRecall.com to watch this video that some in the government don't want you to see. Certainly not right now. DollarRecall.com. Learn how to prepare before it's too late. That's DollarRecall.com, paid for by Palm Beach Research Group. So why won't they just say Kamala's ready? She's in a great spot. She's fantastic. Because there are some in the Democrat Party who I think would rather push that forward. And they don't want to give, you know, the Pelosi's, the the power structure of the DNC and the Democrat apparatus, they don't want that to create an opening here. Because they know, they see the analysis the way that I do. Pelosi sees it the way that I do. And as much as people get mad at me for saying this, I just say it because I think it's so obviously true. The Democrats think that Joe Biden is a great matchup for them. The Democrats think that Joe Biden is 
the best option for defeating Donald Trump. And they're already preparing for it to be Trump. No, no one at this point that I talk to in politics thinks it's going to be anyone other than Trump in the Republican primary, unless with all the provisos that no one can predict the future, something crazy could happen. All the trials that are coming and all that kind of stuff. But right now, it's going to be Trump. So you sit there and you say, all right, why would Democrats allow this situation to play out the way that it has? Why wouldn't they have made, um, given that they, they've seen that it's been Trump for some time, why wouldn't they have made some kinds of preparation to have Kamala take over, run as an incumbent, right? Because remember, Joe Biden steps down. Who becomes the president? Kamala Harris. She then gets to run as an incumbent president and pick a new vice president and try to defeat Donald Trump. That's a very straightforward game plan. That's not complicated, really, when you think about it. Um, The problem is they think she can't win. Kamala is the problem. Kamala is the problem for Democrats right now. That's what you see playing out. And that is why they don't even want to play this game of making it seem like they have two. They can't undermine her entirely. She's the vice president, first black female vice president, etc. But they don't want people to get any ideas about, oh, we can actually do this thing where Joe Biden steps down and Kamala takes over. Because that would be the uh, obvious. That would be the obvious play. Um, let's talk about the economy in a second. And since we're talking about the economy, you know why the gold standard is a phrase we still use, even though we're off the gold standard, because when all else is volatile, Inflation, interest rates, turmoil, all that stuff. Gold is a standard of value and stability. And that's why you want some gold in your savings plan and your retirement account, right? You want to diversify. You will come to appreciate owning real gold as a way to protect the value of what you've earned. Gold is good. It's solid. It's a rare commodity, and it has long-term, enduring, and historically proven value. Before purchasing your gold, make sure you get it from the right the right entity, the right group, the right people. That's the Oxford Gold Group. This is who I've gotten my gold from for years. The Oxford Gold Group. Make sure that you can get gold, real gold, and silver if you want. Delivered secure. I have both. Delivered securely to your home. Um, I'm a big fan of the Oxford Gold Group. I've been working with them now and buying from them for over four years. So I go way back with them. Call them today. Talk to them about the size of your portfolio. Talk to them about what your interests are for diversification. They want long-term customers who are going to build up the appropriate amount of precious metals for themselves for the long term. They're not looking to make some quick sale that you're going to be like, oh, gosh, what about? No, no. They want you to be a happy long-term customer like I am. Call the Oxford Gold Group, 833-430-BUCK. That's 833-430-BUCK. Or you can go online to the website, oxfordgoldgroup.com slash buck. That's OxfordGoldGroup.com slash B-U-C-K. So inflation is a problem right now. Inflation is an issue for this election. They thought probably that it wouldn't be, but it actually is turning out to be something that we're going to be talking more about. Um, This is now after they've pretty much thrown everything they have at the inflation problem, the fastest rise in rates that we've seen in God knows how long, a very long time. And I think there's a recognition. I mean, here, for example, is Rick Santelli, CNBC, the guy who called for the Tea Party. Here he is saying inflation is rising. It's up 3.7% over last year. 
the consumer price index for the month of August. Headline expected up an aggressive six tenths, and the economist and analyst delivered up six tenths. Up six tenths. The last time we had up six tenths on a month over month was uh, uh, going way back. You have to go all the way back to February, February of 2022 to find a bigger number. Uh, when it was up seven tenths, actually in March it was up as well. So now if we consider that the high water mark here in 2005 was up 1.2, yes, we've made progress. But this follows up two-tenths of one percent. Strip out food and energy, up three-tenths of one percent. Year over year, up 3.7 percent. That is hotter than expected, hotter than the rearview mirror. And 3.7, the last time we are anywhere near there, was up 4 percent in May. Now, you can tell me um, that this is, oh, just part of the plan, but I would say it's obviously not part of the plan. <laughs> so so don't tell me that, because I would say that doesn't make any sense. Um, they thought they would they would curb inflation. They haven't. Food and energy are more expensive, getting even more expensive. Middle class is getting squished. Obamacare is a disaster. It's another thing. Really interesting Wall Street Journal piece about it. Obamacare is great if you never get sick. If you never get sick, Obamacare is a really nice health care plan. If you're somebody who actually needs to use it, you have a problem. It gets very expensive and it's crappy. Very narrow networks. Middle class people, people making fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars, they're the ones who are the most affected by this. Joe Biden talks about oh, grow the economy from the middle out, you know. It's all crap. It's all lies. But we'll continue to speak the truth here. On the Buck Brief, Shields High. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country, heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. Major Turnbull sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber, the complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye. He needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel the Towers in supporting America's heroes, our nation's catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. 
This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.